most golf courses trade at one to two times revenue, for example. Oh. Yeah. One to two times? Yeah. Yeah. Like they used to be a lot more valuable, <laughs> but over the last uh, decade or two, especially, you're looking at what we yeah, one to two times multiplier. Yeah. We got to shoot for that too. Mm-hmm. It's a very interesting topic. I have $4 million of equity that I pulled out of my own real estate in order to do the golf course deal. Okay. I bought the golf course for $5.6 million. Mm-hmm. $4 million of that was from pulling equity on two of my industrial properties that I had a lot of equity in it yeah. or in them. So essentially you bought the golf course cash. I bought the, yeah, exactly. I bought the golf course cash. I really only had to put in about half a million dollars of my own capital out of my bank account. And mm-hmm. I leveraged uh, five other properties for another $750,000. So, you know, call it five, $600,000, whatever. Right. So in the end, we have to figure out how to get my $4 million back. We did some projections uh, based on the increased revenue from the simulators. From what we're seeing right now, the simulators alone are bringing in roughly about $1,000 a day, Mm -hmm. uh, about $500 of that being simulator fees and another $500 of that being food and beverage uh, income. So if we keep that up throughout the, the rest of the year or really the the rest of the year 2023 yeah. uh we should be able to see you know essentially $356,000 of income based off the simulators which we're hoping a little bit more mm-hmm. um meal prep uh we should be able to see right now from the first couple weeks really uh we're seeing about uh $1,500 a week of income coming in on that we and and, and based off of all the projections on uh, you know, costs of food and, and, uh, you know, and that's assuming no growth of that company. And exactly. And that company has a lot of growth right. or that business model has a lot of growth. Um, we're also, we're also seeing, let me get this fucking shit on. Do not disturb here. One second. Uh, we're also seeing, uh, or we're also planning on, uh, significant increases on event revenue, mm-hmm. which is huge a huge driver uh for our top line at the golf course which um we're probably what what do we project we're projecting i want to see anywhere from 350 350 to 400 like at least uh what do we use in the in the model we just did yeah around that range i think it was 350 was it 350 something like that okay and last year we did what actually no I, i kept it in there as what we did last year i didn't even increase it you didn't no that's only looking at event revenue of $150,000. Oh, wow. We're going to do more than that this year alone. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, also uh, increasing golf revenue mm-hmm. to some extent. About what, 20% About increase. 20% increase in golf revenue. So we did a really good job of increasing the price per round mm-hmm. last year versus how many rounds the previous year and the previous ownership did. So we did less rounds per year but significantly increased the price per round by what? About 25%? 25%. About yeah. 25%. Um, that could probably be because we built in, you know, uh, dynamic pricing yeah. potentially. Uh, also, there's a lot of room for growth because we have a lot of downtime on the course. So what we could do moving forward in the 2023 season is 
figure out a, di- a couple different strategies on how to get more people out on the course when there essentially isn't anybody out there mm-hmm. because we still have the same amount of employees. There wouldn't be any more cost associated, really not much, maybe some wear and tear, I guess, you know, wear and tear costs, but uh, there would really be no more uh significant costs to the golf course by getting more people out on it mm-hmm. when it's dead. So that's something that we should focus on. That'll be a big driver on driving the, uh, the course revenue or the, uh, the golf only revenue by 20%, uh, should be easy. And, um, with that said, uh, you know, a reduction in, um, just fucking stupid maintenance shit that we had to take care of this, this first year, mm-hmm. uh, you know, um, deferred maintenance, uh, from previous ownership, um, significant increases is another thing that we didn't even talk about significant. You got to think of this significant increases in fertilizer costs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which are, uh, I believe supposed to be coming down. Okay. Gas. When I took that course over gas, would as it was at its fucking height, it was like $2, Diesel was crazy. Yeah. Uh, so gas has come down probably about what? 50%? No, not 50%. Maybe like 25%. Or 20, 25% or so. About yeah. that point. Or about about at this point. Um, so uh, we, didn't, we didn't factor that in, right? You didn't factor that in, correct? No. You just increased it by the same amount? Or no? You wouldn't no, have I increased it. No, I kept it fixed. It. Yeah, I kept it fixed. It's probably going to be a fixed cost anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all that said, oh, and increased... Uh, this is also by uh, taking into consideration a loan to um, a loan fi- on the now four million dollars. Well, not even that. Uh, a loan for uh, oh, irrigation. Y- irrigation si- we need a new system. irrigation system. Ours is fucking shit in the bed. Yeah. And also uh, lease payments on about three hundred thousand, two hundred thousand to three hundred thousand dollars worth of equipment, new equipment to make the. Uh, the it's course. actually $400,000 of new equipment that, oh, we, that have we have $100,000 yeah. of sellable equipment currently. Yeah, that they would take back. That they'd take back. Yeah. That then would leave the remaining balance around 300 k sure. Yeah. That okay, then the, the lease payment on that. Yeah, exactly. Or the yeah, finance payment on that. So with that said, um, in running these projections, which are not even, I don't even, these are conservative, mm-hmm. I feel. Uh, running these projections, it looks like we're going to be able to be pretty like decently profitable yeah number one it looks overall that we'll be able to get the i'd like to see a revenue growth rate of 50 percent, which is aggressive but i'd like to see it overall in the course mm-hmm. i'd want to see a profit margin increase of five to ten percent mm-hmm. over last year um we're gonna probably fall within about a 15 percent. i'm gonna guess once all everything's kind of cleared up will be about probably 15 percent. yeah it depends on how many of how much essentially is outstanding yeah outstanding versus even like deductions and write-offs and things like that yeah right yeah um is where it's gonna like finally where where is it sitting at right now about right right now it's 20 percent. yeah i i I bet you shave off another five Mm -hmm. well maybe not even though i really only have i've got about eighteen thousand dollars in uh equipment rental Mm -hmm. that it hasn't been paid because i don't know what the fuck was going on with it the previous ownership didn't even i don't need there's like a contract i like i don't i don't even have it so there's that and there's about I want to say $5,000 in outstanding bullshit stuff mm-hmm. that um, that never hit yet. Right. But you might be able to amortize the renovations. I'm not even sure if that's been pulled out yet uh, in terms oh, of... Oh, it would have been. It would have been... Would have been already? Yeah. It would have mm-hmm. been probably pulled out, yeah. Um, 
And so even just looking at if there's anything else that's going to be deducted off of that top line. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they probably have to yeah, move some shit around, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think we're we're probably gonna, yeah, we're going to fall between 5 to 20 15 to 20% and then on these projections you're thinking even if we pull out the equity, get my 4 million dollars back and then get a loan on it mm-hmm. where the bank is saying that we could probably stretch an amortization of 15 years because of is the golf course banks are like golf courses and they're they're considered a special use type of property mm-hmm. so they give you shit like fucking horrible uh amortizations mm-hmm. um i have to imagine that uh oh shit that's really another thing too i wonder what the ltv is going to be on something like that right so when you think of it, if it, if they're going to, mm-hmm. give me a, so if it's, if it's a 25%, that's about 800,000, right? About $800,000 in income on five, on 5.6 5. million purchase price. Well, what, what would be the, what would be the, uh, the profit margin that you're talking about? Yeah, About 800 grand. About 800 grand. Mm-hmm. Fuck. What would be the NOI on that? I'm not sure if they look at businesses this way. Depends on if they I don't give, know either. Give it like a real estate perspective. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But what, so what kind of like the reason why I'm asking that is to do a high level LTV on what the bank would give me on a loan okay, and get so, my equity back. Okay. So call 800 grand being the, cause yeah, essentially take the 800 grand and remove out the interest por- uh, portion of that. Uh, we are at 18,800 of interest per month. So we'll do 837, uh, the exact number is 837,000, 837,000 of, of the projection yeah. as your uh, net profit. And then add back to that 18,800 times 12, your NOI is at uh, 1.06 million, your NOI. Yeah, 1.06. Million. And if you want to do that at a five cap, Say six. I <laughs> mean, seventeen million. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it doesn't gonna, work. It's not going to work that way. No. Fuck you. You'd probably be. You'd probably be an eight cap. Business is probably trading between an eight to ten because they're 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 not passive. Mm-hmm. Get what I mean? So if you're eight cap, thirteen million. If we can get that number to that, we can get it to a million dollars in mm-hmm. NOI. I bet you it doubles in value. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I bet you get my money back. Yeah. We'd have a strong fucking argument. Well, think about that for a second. Even at a 10 cap, that's 10 million bucks. Mm-hmm. Businesses will trade all day long for a 10 cap. Mm-hmm. Will they not? In ter- yeah. In terms of like, uh, I guess it's, but it also has to do with, it's so, it's, in- it's such a weird, it's, it's such a so weird industry specific. I know it's such a weird situation, right? Because you're also like buying most real go- estate. Most golf courses trade at one to two times revenue, for example. Oh, uh, yeah. One to two times. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they, yeah. Like they used to be a lot more valuable, <laughs> but yeah. Over the last uh, decade or two, especially you're looking at what we yeah, have one to two times multiplier. Yeah. We got to shoot for that too. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the, uh, what's the revenue at that? No, but the thing is, I think that can drive the value of this a little bit higher is that now it's a golf course integrated together with an e-commerce store. Yeah. It's not just a golf course. Yeah. We're also running revenue from, you know, events, right? All that. Arguably golf will be the, the lowest. And you have to think too, is that the average golf course is, uh, not even increasing their revenue year over year. The average 
uh, growth rate is like 0.95%. Yeah. Like not like 10% growth, like 0.95. It's usually like. It's losing money. Yeah. Or losing growth. It's losing growth. Um, is the average in Ontario. Yeah. And so if we're able to push like, let's say a, even a 20 to 50% growth rate on the revenue on this, like that adds value to it. Mm. And if you can sustain that growth rate for a few years, it'll keep it even higher. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that's the strategy for getting my $4 million back. Mm-hmm. And I think it's going to happen because I have my loan coming up in May. Needs to happen. 